We are still broadcasting, but we'll share on Anchor. God bless you. Okay, so I was saying that you can't receive spiritual things of spiritual frequency. You have to be in line with what God is doing in your life through the word of God, through the leading of the spirit. You have to get spiritual. So God might have spoken some things to your life. God might have declared that something like this, something will happen in your life soon or there will be a major breakthrough. You can't receive it just by just waiting. It, it, it doesn't just happen. Prophetic word don't just drop on our lap. Some people will say, okay, but someone received a prophetic word close to me and it just happened. The person must have prayed and the prophetic word must have been an answer to that prayer. But let us say, all of a sudden, you just received a prophetic word or you were reading the Bible and you just felt as if God, God is speaking to you from that Bible verse and you're just like waiting. You have to be spiritual before that word comes to pass in your life. You have to get in line, your, your, your mind, your thoughts has to be in line with God's word, with the leading of the Spirit, before such a thing comes to pass. Before such a thing comes to pass. So, Cabo we're reading Third John verse 2. John verse 2 and it says Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health just as your soul prospers you should prosper in all things the same way your spiritual life is prospering You're, you should prosper in all things the same way you are prospering spiritually it is God's will that we should prosper spiritually and this spiritual prosperity should lead to all-round prosperity of our life. To, you see, spiritual breakthrough naturally bears total breakthrough. Spiritual breakthrough leads to all form of breakthrough in our life. The last two teachings on breaking spiritual limits that I did last Tuesday and on Sunday, I made you understand something. That if you can change your consciousness, your life naturally will change. If you can change your thinking, what you are conscious of, naturally your life will change. And I made it clear in those two teachings that we change our consciousness for our life to change by searching the word for insight. When we lay hold on insight, we separate ourselves to meditate on that thing that we have received to the point whereby what we what the insight we receive in the word of God becomes our consciousness, becomes something we become conscious of. It is when we become conscious of this thing that our life now has the potency to change. Until you become conscious. Some people, they don't know they are beautiful until someone told them, hey, you are beautiful. Then they now became conscious of their beauty. Then their life changed. Then their life changed. 
un, when they were not conscious of their beauty, they perceived themselves to be ugly. So things remained the same. They were ugly. That's what they believed in. When they perceived themselves to be beautiful, things changed. They saw themselves as beautiful. So if you want the reality of God's word in your life, if you want to become what the Bible has said, your consciousness needs to change. And for your consciousness need to change, you need to go into the word and lay hold. Lay hold on those truths. And it's not just about reading the Bible and you now go about be confessing. Oh, I am this, I am that, I am this, I am that. But when challenges now come, you now become scared. You now divert yourself, your attention from the word and start saying something else. Why are you saying something else? You are saying something else because you are conscious of that thing instead of the word of God. So what you do instead of just reading the Bible and confessing, you read, you now meditate. You spend time to meditate. So when you now meditate well enough, you become conscious. You become conscious. Can we just pray in tongues for a while, please? I just feel the need we should pray in tongues. Let's pray in tongues for a while. Let's pray in tongues for a while. Let's pray in tongues for a while. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Now, do you understand that aspect? Can you not see the power of meditation? It's a process. You are you are having some, you are seeing an experience taking place in your life. And you want a new experience. You go inside the world because this is the manual for our life. This is what changes our life. This is what who God wants us to become. So we go into the world, we now search it. Now, who has God designed me to be in this aspect, in this light? Now, when we lay hold upon that thing, when we see that inside, we now begin to meditate. Meditation, the power of meditation is that it changes our consciousness. It changes our perception. It changes our perspective. It changes our thinking. It changes our being. It changes our condition. That's the way we'll be thinking when meditation not dawns on us. When meditation dawns on us. Meditation is not just about thinking the word. It is saying it and thinking it. Thinking it and saying it. Saying it and thinking it. Saying, thinking it and saying it. Then life now breaks forth the more. They will now say, yes, this is it. Now, meditation, I'm going somewhere right now. This is not, I'm going to connect it to prayer right now. This is now, what, meditation, it challenges us to do something. Meditation challenges us to begin to pray. Because, imagine, 
Some I am walking on the road right now. Someone has said to me, "Hey, that girl. Hey, you that girl walking." I will turn around to see if there's a girl walking actually. But if I discover that the person is trying to address me, I'll just be like, I, I think you're mistaken. I'm not a girl. There is this, I will challenge the person back. Like, I'm not a girl. I'm a man. I'm not even a woman. I'm not a lady. I'm a man. Meditation challenges us to begin to pray. Because we will now realize that we are not where we ought to be or we are not who we ought to be, we now desire this change. There is this desire that just begins to spring inside of us that we now desire this break. We now desire something to break loose. We desire this rapid change. Then we begin to pray. Meditation challenges us to begin to speak our consciousness to reality. Have you discovered that when you go into the place of prayer, it is what you are conscious of that you begin to say. Most essentially, when you are praying with your emotions involved, you can't fake it. Some people will not get, God, please, I'm tired. God, I'm tired. God, I'm frustrated. Lord, this, Lord, that. Why are they saying this? They are saying it because that is what they are conscious of. They are conscious of the pain. They are conscious of the circumstances. Now, once someone who is not conscious of his victory goes into the place of prayer, and praise like someone who has won the battle already. You don't beg for healing when you are conscious of healing. You declare in the place of prayer that you are healed. Kababa Say to yourself, my eyes are open. My eyes are open. I'm seeing. I am seeing. I'm seeing who I am in the world. That's the power of meditation. Meditation begins to challenge us to pray. We begin to speak our consciousness. We begin to declare what we are conscious of, what is inside us, and we begin to make it a reality. And one thing is this, once we become conscious of God's word, and we are praying, because we are praying with our emotions, our ego, intact, and attached to our words, power then begins to flow as we speak, then we begin to see the manifestation. You see, the role of studying the word is that the word opens our eyes to see who we are. The word opens our eyes to see who we are. So, the essence of studying is for you or your eyes to become open. That's why they say knowledge is light. They say knowledge is light because the more you know, the more enlightened you become. So, when you study, you have understanding. Now, the place of prayer is to make the word a reality. Prayer makes that word a reality. Study opens your eyes. Prayer makes it a reality. So, excuse me. So, when you study, you have insight. When you meditate, you become conscious. When you pray, you make it a reality.
And the prayer I'm talking about is not just about muttering words into the air. It's praying consciously, fervently, engaging your emotions, and praying with all your faith till you see the reality, the manifestation. You pray till the word comes to pass. You pray till the word comes to pass. It's not just about, oh, oh Lord, this, that, that, that. You are praying convincingly. You are praying consciously. You are praying knowing fully well that the things you are saying are realities. They are not mere words. You are conscious of what you are saying. You are betting things with your word. Is someone getting what I'm saying? Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So, there's a kind of prayer that we do called traveling. Traveling. It's like, it's, it's like you're betting. You are holding like a woman who is a labor, pushing, betting, trying to get the baby out. It's like that. The woman is so sure that she's pregnant. There is nothing anybody in the world can do to convince her that she's not pregnant. That's not pot belly. The difference between pot belly and a pregnant woman is that pot belly is fat. Pregnancy is a child. So the woman is convinced that this is not pot belly, this is a child. You know, when a woman is vomiting and all those things, see it as if she's studying the word of God. She's yet to become conscious. When she starts seeing the signs, morning sickness, and all those things, and she goes to the hospital and she confirms that she's pregnant, see it as meditation. You are becoming conscious because the moment she confirms that, mom, you are pregnant, she becomes conscious that, hey, something has happened within me. Same thing when you meditate, you become conscious that, oh, yes, yeah, something has happened. Then the process of meditation continues. And at nine months, it is time to deliver. That's the time of prayer. She begins to push with all her strengths, being conscious that a baby is about to come out, being conscious that something is about to come out, being conscious that there's a, there's a generation, there is a living being, not fat, not meat, there is a living being, a human is about to come out. So she's conscious, she's conscious, everybody around her is conscious that something is about to happen. That's meditation. You have meditated, you have meditated your way to the point where when you are praying, you're not praying amiss. You're not praying with hearsay. You're not praying saying nonsense. You are praying convincingly. The Lord, your word says, I am the righteous, I'm your righteousness in Christ Jesus. Therefore, I break this addiction in the name of Jesus Christ. I break this addiction in the name of Jesus Christ. It is when that spiritual limitation of your mind has been broken, can you experience victory physically, financially, societally, or in any areas that you desire. 
until the spiritual limitation when your mind begins to see that this thing is done your prayers won't bet the physical manifestation i told you last week tuesday that your mind is the bridge between spiritual reality and physical manifestation so until it is broken spiritually you can't see it physically when the man broke through the woman and dropped the seed the woman was not conscious like the, the same way some people are, are born again by the word of god but yet they are not conscious that they, are, they are, they are, that, that they are righteous, that they are holy. Now they're going to the word of God. That's their morning sickness, the vomiting. They are still not conscious. They are still doing things anyhow they like. Until one day, they walk up to the hospital and say, Doctor, I'm feeling some kind of thing in my body. And the doctor said, You are pregnant. Oh my God! This is someone who was busy carrying heavy things, doing things anyhow, not conscious of anything. But the doctor said, hey, you are pregnant. All of a sudden, the, the person becomes conscious. Oh my God. Carry this everything. No, 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 no. I can't. I'm pregnant. Same thing happens in you when you become conscious of God's word. What God has said you are. All of a sudden, you begin to see yourself in that light. And the things that you used to do anyhow, the way you used to treat yourself unkindly, all of a sudden, you stop. Why? You are now conscious of something. There's something you are conscious of. And now when you're praying, you're not just praying, muttering words into the air. You are sure. You are convinced. You are praying far bently. Like the woman pushing. Ah! Ah! No matter the hours it takes, something must drop. This is traveling. No matter the hours it takes, whether five minutes, two hours, ten hours, thirty-six hours, no matter how much. When a woman is started, they say they call for surgery. That's you calling for more prayer partners. Like, hey, I'm sure. I'm so sure something has happened on the inside. I'm sure this is my reality. I need you to join me in prayers. Let us break through into this thing. That's the doctor saying, hey, I'm going to help you. We're going to do CS for you. We don't want the child inside this place. We don't want the child to die. We don't want you to die. So we're going to cut you through and the child is going to come out. Or they're going to use this thing that looks like a vacuum that, that pulls the baby out. This air thing that pulls the baby out. That's traveling. You are there. You are so sure that, Lord, this is my reality. You have said it in the word. And your mind is now conscious, ready to transfer the spiritual reality to physical manifestation. And you are convinced. And you are praying. You are convinced. You are calling forth. 
you are traveling let us go to the book of Luke Luke chapter 11 verse 5 to 13 can someone please help me to upload that on the social media platform Can someone help me to do that? Let's pray in tongues for a while. Makati lege de lebre de. Brato su kapapayanda la gada la brana. Do like pray. Luke chapter 11 from verse 5 it says and he said to them which of you shall have a friend and go to him at midnight and say to him friend lend me three loaves of bread for a friend of mine has come to me on his journey and I have nothing to set before him and he will answer from within and say, Don't trouble me. The door is now shut, and my children are with me in bread. I can't rise and give it to you. I say to you, though he will not rise and give him because he is his friend, yet because of his persistency, he will rise and give him as many as he needs. Verse 9 now say, So I say to you, knock and it shall be given to you. I mean, ask, it shall be given to you. Seek, you shall find. Knock, it will be opened to you. For anyone who asks, receives. Anyone who finds, anyone who seeks, finds. And anyone who knocks, it will be opened. If a son asks for bread from any father among you, will he give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, Will he give him a serpent instead of a fish? Or if he asks for an egg, will he offer a scorpion? If you then, being evil, how know how to give, if you then being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? Now, Jesus made a parable here about being persistent in prayer. Being persistent in prayer. Traveling. That your persistency can make things happen. Do you know why that guy stood there? That guy is so convinced that, hey, possibly, two scenarios possibly. There is no one else he can ask bread from, so he better just stays here and ask this guy till this guy moves. Or, oh, he's my friend. I know no matter what, he's going to give you. He's going to give it to me. There is a conviction. Because you can't just stay in a place that you're not convinced or sure about. You are convinced about something. That's why you're standing there. You are convinced about something. That's why you're standing there. And this guy, he's convinced. That's why he stood there. Now, if you are convinced about the thing, 
you will stay there and travel. And the answer of peace, I mean, when you are praying, there's this sense of peace that you feel within your spirit that, yes, it is done. This sense of rest. Or possibly you begin to prophesy. There is a sign that you see that, yes, something has been done. This is, this is not a physical manifestation. And that peace may come five minutes after praying, two minutes, three minutes, one hour, two hours, three hours, one week, three weeks. It is your responsibility to trust God for grace and stay there till you receive it. Possibly you receive a word that confirms it. But it is your responsibility to stay in the place of prayer till it settles within you. <coughs> Excuse me. It is your responsibility to stay in the place of prayer till you receive it. Can you see what we just read right now? Luke 11, 5 to 13. Let us go to the book of James, chapter 5. James, chapter 5, verse 16 to 18. I'm trusting God that we will have a bit of time to pray before we close. Hmm. James chapter 5, verse 16 to 18. Can someone please help me post that in the group? Thank you. God bless you. All right. Confess your trespasses to one another and pray for one another that you be healed. The fabents. The effective, fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. The effective, fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. Verse 17 now says, Elijah was a man with a nature like ours, and he prayed earnestly that it wouldn't rain, and it didn't rain on the land for three years, six months. Verse 17 now says, And he prayed again, and the heaven gave rain, and the earth produced its fruit. Can you see? Elijah, a man like us, prayed that there won't be rain. And for three and a half years, the heavens shut down. One man, one man prayed. Not a people, not a church. One man prayed. So, meaning we can change our society overnight. We can change this, the, the status quo overnight. We can change the system. And this man prayed again and rain came down. Come on now. There is something Elijah was sure about that made him stay in the place of prayer. What is your conviction? What is your consciousness when you are in the place of prayer? What consciousness do you go into the place of prayer with? Do you go into the place of prayer conscious of servant mentality, sonship? You go there begging? You go there trying to you know, bribe God? Or you go there like a son? boldly to the throne of grace to receive 
First Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 17 says, Pray, never uh, pray earnestly. Another version says, Never cease to pray. Another version says, Pray without ceasing. Let me tell you something. Are you convinced about what you're trusting God for? Are you convinced what verse of the Bible is your faith resting upon? What verse of the Bible are you meditating upon? What verse of the Bible is your faith bubbling on that is dragging you to the place of prayer, commanding that change? What are you conscious of? You see, to travel is also the another, another word for travel is to supplicate or to intercede. Like priests, priest goes into the presence of the Lord and intercede or supplicate on behalf of someone or for themselves. And after traveling, they come out with, the, with a word from God and declare it like kings. That's why you see, when people come out of the place of prayer, they, be, they become as bold as a lion. And they begin to speak things that is beyond their human outlook. Because there is something voicing within them. They went into the place of prayer as weaklings. They came out like lions. Something broke loose in that place of prayer. They received a verdict and they begin to declare that verdict. Supplication is a legal word, which means you go into the, into the constitution and you find a place that supports your case and you come before the judge and you tender your case in line with that evidence or that backing from your constitution that makes the judge not to have any other, no other option but to follow you and abide by the supplication. That is to supplicate. So when you go into the presence of the Lord, when you are praying over those things, where is it in the word of God? Those things that you are praying about, that you are demanding, what Bible verse have you meditated upon that is bringing your faith to demand for those things that you are demanding for? What verse of the Bible is your faith resting upon? What verse of the Bible have you meditated upon to demand those things you are demanding for? It is my prayer for you that as from today, when you pick the word to study, insight comes upon you. Insight comes upon you that your eyes of understanding becomes enlightened in the name of Jesus. That the grace of God shall come upon you when you are praying. That you shall be in his presence. You shall abide there. You shall trust him for grace. And you will stay in the place of prayer till you receive the answer of peace or a word from him. It is when you receive an answer of peace that you will say to people, don't worry, it is a settled case. Or when you receive a word that you begin to declare the word that you have received. 
Many people go into the place, many people go into the place of prayer with the sense of defeat. They come out of the place of prayer evil defeated. Because their faith is not resting on anything. They have not meditated on anything before praying. They just go into the place of prayer without any sense of consciousness. There is no consciousness of victory. There is no consciousness of sonship. They are not consciousness. They are not conscious of who they are in Christ. So they come out blank, naked. They come out cowardly. Until you become conscious of who God has designed you to be in Christ, you go into the place of prayer conscious of who mad man. Man has designed you to be. So when you go into the place of prayer, you need the consciousness of the word of God, who God has said you are. Now those things you want to demand, you need to have meditated on the word of God, become conscious of it, until you become conscious of this reality that you desire. That is when you now see the physical manifestation. When you now pray, then you now receive a word. Then you now begin to break. My prayer for you tonight is this that you will become conscious of who you are in Christ that the word of God becomes easy for you to understand that your eyes of understanding becomes enlightened and you will have the grace to stay in the place of prayer till there is breakthrough my prayer for you is this, that you will not be defeated anymore. People tell me, I've been praying for long, I've been praying for long. And I keep wondering, why are you praying for long, for long, for long? Either God is not interested in that case, or you don't understand who you are in Christ. Why are you going to the place of prayer defeated, coming out defeated? Because you are not conscious of who God has designed you to be in Christ. You don't have nothing to supplicate with you're not traveling right can you just pray for a while and pray to god lord help my eyes of understanding to be enlightened just pray this moment father help my eyes of understanding to be enlightened Help me to become conscious of who you have designed me to be in Christ. Help me become conscious of my sonship in Christ. Help me become conscious that you're my, I'm your son. And help me to stay in the place of prayer with this consciousness that I'm your son in the name of Jesus. Oh Lord, help me to become conscious. Let me 